it's over 9,000! Welcome, super late warriors, to Final Forum, a podcast for the discussion of all things Dragon Ball. As we continue to scrape the desolate landscape left in ruin after the battle when last the show was broadcast, looking for any signs of your co-hosts, please enjoy a recording salvaged from a scouter found among the debris. Hey, Bikini. Yeah? You know how we just got done watching that Curse of the Blood Rubies thing? Oh, yeah, that was kind of fun. Yeah, and now we're just drifting through space. Yeah, it's a little boring. Uh, I don't know. Do you got anything to kill time? You know, I, I think I do. Uh, we could we could call this sort of an episode of the podcast that we'll throw in the bank for, you know, I don't think this will ever happen, but like in case we go missing in action. How, how would that ever happen? I really have no idea, but, you know, just in case, right? It's nice to have some episodes kind of sitting in a bank. Uh, yeah, I guess, you know, for like a worst case scenario or something, like, I don't know, say, uh, I murdered you or something. Yeah, you know, or if I murdered you, because let's be honest, uh, uh, yeah, probably, sure, if you yeah. say so. Okay. <laughs> so, so now that we've successfully recapped to each other exactly where and when we are, for no reason... <laughs> Well, you, you know, because you got to keep the you got to keep the audience informed. I mean, they clearly would like to know, right? Oh, right. There's no right. there's no possible way that like this is some sort of uh, manufactured timeline that uh, you know we sort of loosely adhere to. Right. Right. So, welcome to Final Forum, though, everybody. Uh, this is not special, a, special a, episode. Yeah, that's not our usual intro, but you know. So I figure what we could do is remember, like. It, at this point, it, it's not a full year ago. It was probably just a couple months ago. You and I did that episode where we did our Tenkaichi tournament for March Madness. Oh, yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, and we did basketball. Yeah. So I thought we could do that again. With basketball? No, not with basketball. This time we're going to do... This This is our Tenkaichi tournament. This is our annual welcome listeners to the Tenkaichi, to the final forum Tenkaichi tournament. This year, instead of basketball, we are doing Halo. Oh, right competitive on. Halo! And I would say, if 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 you're out there listening and you're like, I don't like Halo, I like Call of Duty. Same thing. Yeah, right. I guess, it's 
Yeah, sure. I mean, like, the skills for any shooter would probably cross over, right? Com- competitive first-person shooter tournament. I'm go. I'm a Halo person myself, so I said Halo. I, I've also grown up in the age of Halo supremacy. Right. So what we did this year is we kept the bracket and the seating exactly the same as last year because we thought it'd be kind of fun and funny to to compare. You know, even though I can tell you right now, I don't remember who won each and every individual matchup along the way. I do remember Kid Trunks, not Kid Trunks, Future Trunks won the whole shebang. Yeah. He was our basketball Tenkaichi tournament winner. I still feel like that was that was the proper outcome. It was nice. I remember it, it makes you know, sense to me. Yeah, we talked about how it was nice to give him a little something because his his world that he comes from is such misery. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, it was it was Future Trunks was the winner of our last go round, but I just thought it'd be funny, you know, to see uh, how some of these matchups shake out because now all of the skills that you would ascribe to basketball. Almost none of them apply over to a video game first-person shooter tournament. Some, I think, you know, you might have things like finger speed, right? Sure. Reaction time. So that can a little bit. But, you know, world-class athletes are not also world-class video gamers. And generally speaking, vice versa. (laughs) That's, That's probably fair. Um. So we'll remind everyone how we do this, and then we'll just kind of get right into it, I think. Sounds good to me. Unless there's something else. I don't think so. No. Uh, Yeah, there's nothing else at this point. (laughs) What we'll do also is we will, as we go, you know, we'll do kind of the same thing we did last year. We will introduce our competitors and their seeds, and we will also tell you a little bit about each one along the way as long as we think you need to hear it right we're not going to explain who goku is if you're listening to episode like this is going to be like episode 33 or something like that at this point if you're listening to episode 33 of a dragon ball podcast and you don't know who goku is i i don't know if i can help you oh yeah maybe they're maybe they just got it on as background noise i mean that's a possibility so so we won't introduce Goku, but we'll, you know, do a little to introduce some of the other characters. Now, similar to last year, the first two criteria you have when deciding who is going to win on your bracket is who you want to win and who you think would win based on really any criteria you want at that point, right? You can pick who you want to win based on who you think is more interesting or just if you think it would be funny if they won, uh, if you would prefer for it to be an upset, whatever. Then who you think would win, again, you could kind of base that on whatever criteria you want, whether you think they're more tech-savvy, more worldly, whether they are just have like we talked about better reaction time for some of these where like two characters have probably never touched a uh 
sure. video game in their lives, you know, who would maybe pick it up and learn it faster. And then our tiebreaker. Last year it was who's taller. And this year, in a similar fashion, I'll I'll say we wanted to keep it as something where it's less debatable and therefore easier can, to implement can, as a tiebreaker. Yeah. Is it, therefore can result in some surprising outcomes. Right, sure. we had, we had that happen a couple times last year where we were like, "Boy, I really want this person to win, but I really think this person would win." And then, oh no, they are just taller. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this year, the tiebreaker, the third criteria for selecting an outcome, is who has the means and know how to set themselves up really, really well with a personalized high quality video game system and setup at their house everything from the right chair to be sitting in to the right screen to be playing on to the high speed internet that might help them to maybe a customized controller to then going drilling down into the settings on the game itself of you know, I I know from like playing Halo, like in like oh, yeah. you know, setting look your at, sensitivity, your inversion, yeah. all that stuff. All of those things, right? So it's means and know how. So just to pick a few well known characters and explain, Goku would not have the means, nor would he have the know how. He doesn't know a accurate. darn <laughs> thing about games, and he is, is uh, in the Dragon Ball world. He's about as poor as they come. Also out in the middle of nowhere, so my assumption would be his internet would be terrible. Right. Uh, Vegeta would have the means. He's married to a multi-billionaire who never... Who's very tech-savvy. Who never declines him a request for money. But he wouldn't really have the know-how, right? He would not... He, he would have, like, the best thing that money could buy but is that the right thing for him exactly he'd have he'd have all of the best stuff not really sure how to use it though right bulma would have the means and the know-how extremely tech savvy also has the the know-how to set all that up i would say let's see um just to pick like a random character, maybe not random, but like who's someone who doesn't have the the means necessarily, but has kind of the know-how would uh, I would maybe I would potentially argue that that like Master Roshi might not have the means because he just lives like a hermitage life, mm-hmm. but he might have the know-how because he's like a worldly guy who like watches TV and things sure. like that. Yeah. No, I I'd agree with that. I think that's a good assessment. So those those are just just to pick like four right? So if you put those four characters into a pool against each other and came to the tiebreaker, the winner would actually be Bulma because she has that means and the know-how. That makes sense. So. I'd also like to ask a question just to clarify for our listeners. Are we working under the assumption that uh, 
video games are a an earthly phenomenon or are they commonplace for any alien society as well? Because that impacts the know-how, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have we ever seen anything in any of this stuff of any of these characters playing anything that resembles a video game. I don't I don't know if we've seen any character doing that in all honesty. <laughs> My assumption was that I would say games in general are not something that would be uh unique to humans. Okay. So my assumption is that at least baseline everybody involved in this tournament knows what a video game is. Maybe have never played them before, but they at least know what they are. As long as you're the type of person who would. Yeah. Right, cuz let's again just, you know, to pick a random person like uh Kami who's on this list would probably not be inclined to know what a video game is necessarily. That's true. I think I think that's a just think that's to, a good caveat. Just to kind of pick one, right? So as as long as you are the personality who would know what a video game is, you do know what a video game is. And that works. I'll say I'll say similar to like when we did the the basketball one, we had a couple different times where we had some characters where we were like, hmm, if you told this character that a tournament of basketball was coming up, they would put their nose to the grindstone and study strategies for basketball. Mm-hmm. I think, again, same thing. You tell some of these characters, hey, there's a Halo tournament coming up and you're going to be in it. They are learning strategies, practicing the game, things like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's there's that element to it. I think I think that's about it. I think those are those are of of pretty good ground set of rules to get this thing kicked off. Okay. And then, like I said, I so last year you picked first. So this year I'll pick I first, did. and then we'll just take it from there. And if you listened last year, you'll know like we once once we got from one side of our bracket to the other we then like swapped who was picking first uh we have four brackets they are the saiyan bracket the human bracket the or was it earthling maybe it was human or earthling one of those i, I think two. it's i think it's earthling because because we have a couple of androids in there as well yeah then would, there guess, was technically not be human but it works then there was the antagonists bracket Yes. Which, which again, we did not reseed or anything this year, so there's still some confusing entries on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and and then there's the uh, we called it sort of the other, the catch-all, the allies slash deities bracket. Uh, this is 64 Dragon Ball characters seated as as I mentioned last last year, seated by. A general sort of popularity. Uh, who's the more popular character? Who's more well-known? That that kind of thing. It gets probably fuzzy when we get into the, like, the 5 through 11 sort of seating. Because, I don't know, like, is, is uh, Goten really more popular than uh, Bardock? I, I, I don't know. You know, <laughs> like... 
<laughs> I, I'm not sure those characters have even been in a popularity poll to check. So <laughs> Right. So I just – for some of those, I made some judgment calls. But, you know, your top three to four are probably – in every bracket are probably your top – what you would think of as your top three to four if you said, hey, name three or four Saiyans or three or four antagonists, right? Sure. And, and then your bottom – your bottom two or three are probably ones that arguably maybe shouldn't even be on this, but I was stretching for names at that point. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, again, po- possible omissions. I mean, feel free to reach out to us. You know, we already know that like Weiss is one of them and there's definitely a bunch of antagonists that we don't have on here. So uh, if there's anything anyone would would like to see for next time, because I think I think maybe the next time we do one of these, we might switch up the bracket or something, uh, depending on what the the what sort of tournament we decide to have next time. You yeah, know, if we go, if we go back to sports, we might switch things up a lot because we kind of have a had a sports yeah. one already with with this seating. So, and, and if we pick we. we... Uh, we can switch up the the seating as well. Maybe we do instead of popularity. Maybe we do power level, right? Something like that. So, we'll, we'll we might tweak it next time. But I thought it'd be fun if we saw. Hey, all the seating and matchups are the same, but the now the tournament is completely different. Yeah, I like this. This so, is gonna be fun again. <laughs> so, without further ado. Our first bracket is our Saiyan bracket. And our first matchup is number one Goku versus number 16 Tarble. Tarble being Vegeta's younger brother who appears only in an OVA. OVA is original video animation. It's basically just like a direct-to-video longer episode of a show. Uh, they are typically non-canon. Uh, Tarble was mentioned in the Broly movie. He's. Do you remember what the name of the th- like thing that he's married to? He's married to like something, and <laughs> I don't remember her name. <laughs> and it's like well, this... that's assuming she's a her. I'm not really sure to be honest. Yeah, and it's this weird looking like thing. I, I, it, I don't it, know it, how to she almost looks it. like uh, your typical like gray alien. Yeah, conspiracy theorists like to talk about. So that's. That's Tarble. We don't know a ton about this character. We don't know a ton, but I think we know enough to make a determination on this. So also, by the way, if you didn't pick up on it, there's Vegeta and Tarble. Vegeta Tarble. Uh-huh. Yeah. Get in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta love the puns. Uh, so who do I want to win? In a matchup between Goku and Tarbal, I would prefer for Goku to win. But who do I think would win? Based off of what little I know about Tarbal, he is a spaceship captain, right? He travels through space on his own. He has some worldly knowledge. He's married and, you know, is, has knowledge of other species. I kind of think he would win. If they were to go against each other, because I don't think Goku would understand what a video game is. I think he would be so flummoxed by the very existence of it that he just would be lost. I could also see him doing things like accidentally breaking his controller. Mm -hmm. uh, 
accidentally know, shorting it out. Uh, you know how some people like move the controller like as they're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yes, like, whacking stuff or or accidentally throwing it or. If he's still got one of those old school controllers that's got a wire on it, like totally just ripping the whole thing off of whatever it's. Yes. Or he's, you know, one of those people that like leans into, you know, like you said, like he moves around like he wants his character to move around, but forgets to actually move the buttons on his controller. Yeah. Um, so then it comes down to the tiebreaker of means and know-how. And we have established that Goku has neither the means nor the know-how. Very true. And... We know just what little we know about Tarbull that he has access to technology. That he does. And he's at least somewhat adept at using this. So I gotta go with a huge upset here. And say that Tarbull moves on to the second round. Whew, Goku taken out in the first match. That's uh that's rough. He made it pretty far last time. That's true. He Made it through two rounds, and then I think he lost to kid to Future Trunks. I mean, losing to the champ is not that's not a bad fate, honestly. Yeah, maybe maybe he'll go two for two and lose to the champ two times in a row. Maybe we'll have to find out. All right, next up we've got uh, number eight Kale versus number nine Nappa. Uh this is a tough one for me. Uh, <laughs> Just because there's uh, so little we know about the background for these characters. Yeah. Uh, as far as who I want to win, I well, want... Well, so, for, for listeners out there, Nappa is like Vegeta's right-hand man early in the Saiyan saga. And Kale is, that... is like a female Broly. Yeah, and neither of them are around for a super long time. Right. Uh, but I think, well, I, who I want to win is Kale... Uh, just because Nap is kind of a jerk. Okay. Um, who do I think would win? Oh man, that's yeah, <laughs> that's a toss up because I'm not really sure what kind of world Kale comes from at all. And then as far as Nap is concerned, I don't think Nappa would even care about what a video game is, uh, let alone play one. Uh, but I think I think Kale would probably take it. Because they're they're both kind of competitive people, but I feel like Kale would take uh, take this a little bit more seriously than Nappa would, and so I think ultimately she'd come out on top. I think also, you know, she is a little more demure. She's a little more hesitant to fight people, but mm-hmm. I think in a, in a situation like this where you kind of told her, "Hey, this is just pretend. It's just for fun. You're not actually hurting anyone," she would be more willing and eager to get into it. Yeah, she'd be more willing to, to let that competitive uh, streak that she has out a little bit more, I think. Right. So we have Kale moving on. Uh, she did not move on last year, so we've we've already switched the outcome of two different matchups. <laughs> so next we have number three, Future Trunks, versus number... F- oh, I'm sorry, number five. Number five, Future Trunks, versus number 12, Kid Trunks. So, Future Trunks is Trunks from a future where androids 17 and 18 have decimated the Z Fighters completely. He's the lone survivor, and then he also has to defeat Cell, and then also his future gets even bleaker and darker. (laughs) 
<laughs> when when uh, Zamasu decides to enact his zero mortal plan and destroy all mortals and takes over the body of Goku to become Goku Black and then murders Bulma so she gets murdered by her childhood best friend. <laughs> um, and so that's Future Trunks. Kid Trunks is the child of Vegeta and Bulma who lives in the non-awful timeline. So who do I want to win? I would prefer Future Trunks won, right? You know, I, I like that character. <laughs> he is he kind of needs the win. <laughs> I could see I could see that. Who do I think would win? Kid Trunks. You yeah, talked about You talked about we're we're not sure we've seen any of the characters play video games. I'm not 100% sure, but if we've seen any character in the entirety of the show play a video game, it's been Kid Trunks. Absolutely. And Plus, then there's just there's just not much time for video games in Future Trunks's timeline. <laughs> so then real. so then I have to go to the tiebreaker again and go to means and know how and Future Trunk has neither has does definitely does not have the means. He he lives in a destitute apocalyptic wasteland. He has yep. he has no means. Remember it takes in in Dragon Ball Super it takes Bulma like 10 years to distill the time travel juice liquid whatever energy that he needs to travel back in time whereas in the current timeline Bulma's able to do it in like hours because she has resources so it comes down to the tiebreaker where Kid Trunks takes it Kid Trunks moves on to round two I also I just want to say that I think future Trunks coming back to the past to enter a video game tournament would be the kind of episode I would want to watch. That's that would be right up there with the, uh, the driver's test episode for me. (laughs) I, I would, I would pay money for that dragon ball episode. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Let's do it. Let's, let's call. Who do we got to (laughs) call? Probably a lot of people that don't want to listen to us. (laughs) Uh, moving on, we got, uh, number four, Broly versus number 13, Goten. Uh, yeah, so I think, I think I want Goten to win this one. And also, it's, it's kind of the same thing with the last match where Broly's not really aware of or probably has seen too many video games, whereas Goten hangs out with Trunks all the time. Has probably played video games with Trunks. Yep. Um, so, I mean, it just seems most likely that, that he would win that one. Yep, so we got Goten moving on. I, I th- I'm not 100% sure. I can't remember if Goten won last time in the first round. Uh, and I think I think Broly probably won that one just with sheer physics. I could be wrong. I can't remember that one, but... It's possible we have flipped the script on every single matchup so far. Um, <laughs> well, you said at the outset that video games and basketball could probably not be more different in terms right. of skill sets. So so then up next, we have number six, Kaba versus 11, Bardock. Kaba being a young male Saiyan from Universe 6 who kind of becomes Vegeta's protege and uh, you know Vegeta has a very Vegeta-esque 
relationship with his protege, meaning he just constantly demeans him and treats him terrible, but has like a soft side for him. Captain Bardock is the type of person that's into that, though. <laughs> yeah. And then Bardock is the father of Goku, who ultimately tries to stand up for all of the Saiyans and gets killed <laughs> for his troubles. So who do I want to win? Um, I kind of want Kaba to win. You know, I, I do like Bardock okay as a character, but I, I like this. A lot of people don't, but I like this, like, sort of lapdog to Vegeta kind of character. Uh, <laughs> you would. Well, I, and I see, I, I knew that's how that would come off, but I like, I like this character who's who's constantly trying to earn respect and earn yeah, his place. And so then who I think would win, I also think Kaba would win. I think right, Bardock. So I have a counter argument for that. Uh, Bardock does get precog powers in his little movie from that weird race of aliens. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that would play any kind of effect here, knowing what somebody's going to do before they do it. I still think he's not as well in, and two things. First, I still think he's not as interested in video games. That's true. And, and, you know, I think Cabba would be, I, we don't know a ton about like what his home life is like, but you know, we know he is just kind of like a more normal person. And Bardock is, is just a, he's a warrior. He's a grunt. He is, you know, like a less evil Nappa. <laughs> um, well, that's fair. And, and then on top of that, so e even if I throw, throw that out, out of the window, it, it goes back to the means and the know-how. And I think, I think Cab has got those. He's like a person of some stature on his planet. Cause he talks about introducing Vegeta to the like king of their planet. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's definitely got the means then I would think, you know, if, if he's, if he knows, if he knows people, <laughs> Yeah, People know him. So I move Kappa on to round two. Or Kappa, okay. not Kappa. That's that's a well-reasoned argument. I'll give you that one. Uh, up next, we've got number three, Gohan, versus number 14, King Vegeta. Uh, I kind of want King Vegeta to win this one just because I think it would be funny. Uh, but I also think that he's not the type of person that would even care about video games at all. Uh, Gohan probably has some passing knowledge of video games, probably doesn't play them too much because he is a scholar, uh, but is at least familiar with them. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I think as to who would actually win, I think it would end up coming out, uh, being Gohan, uh, and then going to, like we said, the tiebreaker, the means and the know-how. I think they would both have, uh, the means assuming King Vegeta still lives on planet Vegeta. Uh, but he wouldn't have the know-how, and I think that's where Gohan squeaks squeaks out the win. Well reasoned, and exactly what I was thinking <laughs> is is Go Gohan has at least reasonable means. I mean, his wife is Videl, who is. Well, I mean, then... you saw the house he was living in in the uh... super movie. It was a nice yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he could afford it. 
he's got the means, right? And plus his wife is Videl, who's the daughter of 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 Mr. Satan, which means like she's well off and and so he has like the means to make a good video game system and yeah, he's got he's got the know-how, at least some of it. He also strikes me as the type of person who would actually probably put some real effort into this like if he knew there was a tournament coming yeah. up for video games with his friends and stuff yep just like he did for the tournament of power he was like the strategist of the team in the the terminant terminant in the tournament of power or the universal survival tournament in dragon ball super you know they were like gohan like what's the plan and he would be like oh let's do this and like he would strategize with people there were different parts where that actually came in handy yes if he knew this was coming up he would give it some thought do his he would do his homework so to speak yes so then i have number 7 Khalifla versus number 10 raditz so Khalifla is another female saiyan from universe 6 Raditz is the older brother of Goku, who tries to bully Goku into picking up his Saiyan roots and becoming a world conqueror, along with with the rest of the Saiyans. So who do I want to win? I kind of want Raditz. Uh, I also kind of want Raditz. (laughs) You know, he's he's just kind of a funnier character. uh, A little more interesting to me, maybe just because of what he's involved with in the way that his appearance opens up the universe of Dragon Ball. Who do mm-hmm. I think who do I think would win? I think Khalifla would win. Um not based on a whole lot there other than she just seems like she's more into like normal things kind of, you know, I think when yeah, we see and, and- Raditz has kind of got that thing, same thing going on as, as Bardock and Nappa, where he's just a warrior. He doesn't really have much time for mm-hmm. things that he doesn't deem important. And then it comes back to the means and know-how thing. And again, I think Bar- Raditz is a very low-level warrior. You, you know, Vegeta even comments on that, and so does Nappa. So I don't think he has a whole lot of means, and he definitely doesn't have know-how. I think Khalifla is like... They talk about she's like, I, I might be wrong, but I feel like they talk about she's like the leader of like some gang kind of on their planet. So she's got some level of means, which means that Khalifla wins. I'm going to push Khalifla on to round two. All right, cool. No brackets busted yet, I assume. Well, that one that one went the opposite way that I thought it would go, but. I think it's well reasoned, and I think it's I, I think it makes sense. But not it's not a bracket buster. I would not think. No, not not <laughs> by any uh, not by any means. Uh, and lastly, in this uh, this portion of the bracket, we've got number two Vegeta versus number fifteen Paragus, father of Broly. Uh, this is another tough one for me. <laughs> uh, I I kind of want Paragus to win. Just because, again, I think that would be funnier. Um, but as, in terms of like, I don't think either of these people would care too much about video games. Uh, so I guess it would just come down to pure 
reaction time, which I think Vegeta edges it out for who who would actually win. And then for the tiebreaker, uh, I don't know about means so much for Paragus, even though they had like a whole planet there. Um, but he definitely has the know-how, and Vegeta has the means. Definitely has the means. Definitely doesn't have the know-how. Um, so I, I think I would rule that as a squeaker for Paragus to win. Oh man. Oh, I had Vegeta winning. <laughs> of course you did. Well, I, I, I like your rationale that Paragus has the know-how. I kind of didn't consider that. Um, I he's he's considered a scientist, if I remember correctly. Okay, okay. See, I I told I told uh, just to break the break the illusion for everyone <laughs> that. Uh, before we started recording, I, I told uh, Bikini that I hadn't put a whole lot of thought into it this year. I just kind of like pencil whipped all of my went with, a, went with a gut feeling to start, I guess. All of them. All of them. I just pencil whipped it. I was like, I'm not even going to think about it because last year I tried to think about it and I got a lot wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I think for most of them, I just kind of was almost instantly skipped ahead to the the tiebreakers and I f- kind of forgot that Paragus was like like a scientist. He like fashioned the the shock collar that's used on Broly. I kind of forgot about that, and so I was like, "Well, Paragus lives on like a mud planet in the middle of nowhere, so Vegeta gets the edge because he's married to the billionaire." Um, so that was the level of thought I put into it. Yeah, I I feel like this one could could go either way, and I think Paragus just has the the slightest of advantages. Right, that's fair. So then, now we, we move on to the human bracket. The Is human bracket, where you okay. are picking first. I am picking first. Yes. Okay. So first round, we've got number one Krillin versus number sixteen Yajirobe. Uh, I I, f- I feel like neither of those characters really need an introduction, right? I think everyone yeah. should know who they are. Yajirobe, we haven't really talked about yet, but like he's just, and we talked about how last year we, when we did this, we don't really remember even how this guy like comes about, <laughs> like like how he enters into the show. I don't remember. He just kind of shows up one day and never leaves. I don't remember his first appearance, but he is just like a slime, like I want to say slimy, but he's just like a weaselly character who's not a very strong fighter or anything, but kind of occasionally winds up being in the right place at the right time to he's, lend he's an assist. Opportunistic. Yeah. To, he's, to like, he's opportunistic and uh, kind of clever sometimes, like in a cowardly way. Yes. Yes. And, he, and then he'll like lend an assist that ends up giving a, he- a hero an edge in an important moment. So... Um, so for who I would want to win, Yajirobe, for all the things we just discussed, uh, who do I think would win? Um, I think, I think Krillin would probably win in a normal situation. I I guess it depends on, uh, whether Yajirobe could maybe use some of that sneakiness to his advantage in a match. Uh, I think, yeah, I think I'm going to give it to, to Krillin for who I think would win. Uh, and then as far as the tiebreaker, uh, Krillin's probably got the means 
and he's at least worldly enough to have some know-how. Yajirobe is uh, living on Corrin Tower with Corrin, so my assumption is there's no internet, and <laughs> what is it, like a three-day climb both ways? <laughs> Uh, probably not conducive to, you know, getting a, a, a gaming system into the tower. Uh, so I'm going to have to give it to, uh, Krillin. I think Krillin wins out on this one. Okay. Krillin, a little scare, but you know, we, uh, there we have a, we have one of our like big favorites actually winning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then we have, um, God, what seed is she? Three, six. Eight. Eight Bulma. Eight. Yeah. Eight Bulma versus nine Chaotzu. Um so we all know Bulma. Chaotzu then is the uh homunculus. Nice word there, right? <laughs> the fully is that formed what he is? I don't know, he's a fully formed miniature person. I That's... just figured he was like another Krillin or something. I... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he's he's just a he's a tiny little like looks like a mime um character <laughs> who is like Tien's best friend and training partner. Uh we haven't quite come across him yet in our reviews. So who do I want to win? Bulma. I I I love Bulma. Uh we all love Bulma. She's such a good character. Um and then who do I think would win? I also think Bulma She's going to be way more tech savvy, way more understand. Like she's, she may have never played a video game before, but with how tech savvy she is, she's going to be um, proficient in it almost immediately. I also think that uh, she's the kind of mom who's always up on what her son is doing, mm -hmm. and I feel like if Trunks is playing video games, she knows what kind of video games she's at least familiar with them right um so i think that also works in her favor and you could even go to the means and know-how thing too and it'd be a clean sweep oh yeah absolutely this this was probably the easiest match for me to pick a winner <laughs> and maybe the entire thing right like <laughs> we'll see all right you're we'll up see. next um yeah, so up next we got uh, number five, Android 17, versus number 12, the Ox King. Uh, yeah, again, this is not quite as clean cut as Bulma versus Chaozu, but I think I, I want 17 to win this, uh, even though Ox would be really funny. Uh, <laughs> I think 17 would definitely win this if it actually played out. And then even if we got to the tiebreaker, again, I think it's a clean sweep. I think 17 just takes this one. Okay. So then I get number four, Android 18, versus number 13, Mr. Satan. Um, again, the, the two androids, 17 and 18, were created to kill Goku and have a bit of a, a, bit of a laissez-faire attitude about other things to an extent. Um, but... You know, 18 is definitely money-driven and has made a lot of it being money-driven. And then Mr. Satan is... Uh, you summed it up perfectly when, when last we recorded in saying that he is the guy who won the tournament when all of the Z fighters were busy that year. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
he's pretty darn strong in his own right when you think about it like that that he is like the strongest human who has never undergone master roshi's training but that has no bearing here that's just who he is <laughs> so who do i want to win i want mr satan i love mr satan everybody wants mr satan to win um here's this is the really really tough part and the who do i think would win because could i make the argument again like we made last year that 18 would just allow satan to pay her off to throw the match i could make that argument it's a pretty it's a pretty good strategy (laughs) however i think this year in this tournament 18 would have a lot more belief in herself to make it further knowing that you know she's she's looking over at the saiyan bracket and bam vegeta's gone and goku's gone and like it looks like a bunch of schlubs that are left almost you know and and she's looking at her at 17 winning and she doesn't want 17 to have that over on her so i think she would win Okay, and I then, disagree with that. And then I come down to means and know-how, and I think they both have the means. I think she has more of the know-how. So my my thought was, and this is purely in my own head. There's absolutely nothing to substantiate this. But I pictured on a regular basis Mr. Satan and Boo sitting down to play video <laughs> games together and eating a bunch of food. That's not that is not a bad like rationale. I get what I get what you're thinking like like that he that he just does it anyways when he's supposed to be like training or something. Like, yeah, exactly. Um I get that, but yeah, unfortunately, I ha- I think for me I give it to 18. I would have liked to give it to Mr. Satan. That's that's um, a bracket buster for me. But I I liked I like that rationale though that like like in your head canon, he would secretly be great at video games because instead of ever training, he has been playing video games this whole time. Not bad. Because I mean, like, I, if I remember correctly, when you get to Super, like he's he's kind of shrunk a little bit. Like he's not uh, he's not keeping up with his physique like he was. Well, the- he's like sixty years old at that point, I think. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like he's probably been doing other things. So that that was my thought there. Well, I gave it to eighteen. Yeah, no, that's fair. So, all right. Next up, we got uh, number six Yamcha versus number eleven Chichi. Oh man. Okay, so I I would like Chichi to win this one. Really? Um, I, it would be funny. <laughs> um, you know me. I'm always for these these r- ridiculous upsets that I just would make me laugh. Uh, but as far as who would actually win. I think Yamcha, I think uh, I think he's probably been exposed to video games. He's sort of a worldly person. Uh, you know, he played professional baseball. I've seen instances in in professional locker rooms where, like, the guys are in there playing video games before the before they go out to, to play themselves. Yep. Uh, and then we come down to the the tiebreaker uh, again. He's a professional athlete. He's probably got more money than he knows what to do with. Uh, he's at least worldly enough to to know what all the hot games are lately. I I think Yamcha takes this one pretty handily. Yeah, and Vegeta's gonna think, or not Vegeta, Chi-Chi's gonna think this is like all beneath her, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, she's gonna think it's you know not 
not worth doing. So, yeah. Now, I have a matchup that I have no idea what to do with. I had the same thought when and I got this one. And it is number 3TN versus number 14, Nam. Uh, Nam from the uh, first uh, Budokai Tenkaichi. We know a lot about that character at this point. TN, we will kind of be getting to, I think, relatively soon. But he is, uh, he is initially an antagonist who is very, very strong. He comes from the Crane School. Of, of martial arts, which is the rival to Master Roshi's uh, hermit, uh, Turtle Hermit School. So, okay. Who do I want to win? Huh? Nam, I think. You know, it's a more feel-good story. Sure. Who do I think would win? I have no... <laughs> like, I have no idea here. I, uh, I feel like both of these guys are about the same in terms of like their passing knowledge of video games. Yeah, which and, is little to none. And so then, so then I think I, I, I kind of like you've done this. I think a couple times when I have two characters that I really don't think either one of them knows a whole lot about video games. Which one just has like better reflexes and. And can maybe react to what's happening on the screen a little better. I think I'll say TN. So then I, I have to that. then I have to go to my tiebreaker, and I will give it to TN based solely on us seeing that Nam like can't afford water. Yeah. <laughs> But this yeah, was definitely. this was not easy. This was like, this was like who would win in a in a video game match between your grandmother and grandfather, like. <laughs> yeah, like th- this is one I, I actually had to sit there and think about it for a minute because I was I was at a loss for who would actually come out on top on that one. Uh, next up we have number seven Android sixteen and number ten Videl. Uh. I think this is another one that's that's basically a clean sweep. Um, I I kind of want Videl to win. I like her as a character. Uh, I think Videl would win um, just because she's more worldly. Um, her only her interest doesn't extend to Goku and birds. Um, <laughs> and then even if we had to go to a tiebreaker, she has the means. She has the know-how. I think she takes it. Okay, we got Videl moving on. Number two, Master Roshi versus number 15, Launch. We know these characters both really well, so I won't talk about who they are. Who do I want to win? Master Roshi. I really like that character. You know, as long as he's not being, like, overly pervy. And and I think they've done a really good job to where he is now. He's not awful with that anymore. Yeah. He's, he still is like a dirty old man, but he's not, you know, getting, dirty. he's not getting, you know, boner nosebleeds over 16 year old girls. So uh, we're on we're, to prove we're, <laughs> we're on a better path. Um, and then who do I think would win? I, this is where I think, again, I'm going to. Oh, boy, that's tough. OK, here's the problem. 
blue-haired launch, Master Roshi would win. Yellow-haired, yeah. yellow-haired launch, I think she would win because isn't she capable of like hot wiring cars and uh, taking out like complicated bombs and things like that? Although you know, yellow-haired launch probably, probably care about thinks video games. video games are stupid. So even though she would maybe have a little bit more propensity towards winning, because she seems at least just a little more savvy, I think maybe she just wouldn't care as much. So I think Master Roshi would would take this. I think he would win. I agree with that, and also I would like to add that I think Roshi would not be above trying to make her sneeze mid-match to give himself an advantage. Yes. <laughs> he, you know... That's if this were if this although if this were like an actual episode of of Dragon Ball, that's he'd be like, oh, I'm gonna try and make her sneeze, and while he was doing that, he would like accidentally unplug his controller and lose. You know what? You're right. But <laughs> <laughs> but I I think just I think Roshi would win. So I'm on Master Roshi moving to round two. So that brings yeah, us. That makes sense. That brings us up to our villains portion of the bracket, yes. where once again, just, you know, we talked about it's like a registration issue or something with with Lord Frieza being the number one seed. I, I think it's mostly just because we can't fit him in any of the other brackets. Right, right. That's probably he's it. not a Saiyan because you know he's not a, a filthy space monkey. Uh, he's not human, obviously, uh, and he's. Although we would like it, he is technically not a deity, so... Right, right. Where else so. are we going to put him? And then, versus number 16, Tau Pai Pai, or Mercenary Tau, who is... Uh, I actually don't think that episode of the podcast has, has come out yet, but he is a he is a master assassin. Um, so, who do I want to win? Frieza. Who do I think would win? I'm going to go Frieza again on this one, honestly. Because really? here's your rationale for that? my rationale is everything we know about Mercenary Tao thinking he's the best and not needing to train. So while Frieza what? has while Frieza has learned over time that there are stronger people out there and better people out there at various things. And, and if he wants to be the best, he has to put in the work. Mercenary Tao thinks he is better than doing any training and that's his doubt that's ultimately his downfall too is while go while goku is constantly getting better tau pai pai stays the same and so i think as this tournament is coming up frieza's like all right you know the frieza force has to win let me figure out how to play this and tau pai pai is like i will learn it as i go and then he loses uh, it's it's nice to to see our uh, our supreme leader doing so well. Plus, then I'll, I'll be frank. You took it to the tiebreaker, and I'd give it to Lord Frieza, since as the unquestioned Lord and Master of the entire galaxy, he has the means. He has the means, absolutely, and the know how. Yeah, he's a he's a like tech savvy ish. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next up, we've got is that number eight? Number eight, eight versus hit? nine. Yeah, versus number nine, Raccoon. Uh, 
This was a yeah, tough one. Raccoon, it's it's a little tough. Raccoon's kind of a silly character for my tastes. Uh, so I kind of want Hit to win this one. As far as who would actually win, I could see Raccoon being familiar with video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got to be honest, Hit being fast enough to where like his, his motions basically stop time uh, gives him a pretty big advantage as far as, as a shooter would go. Yeah, I, I could see that. Like, I could see him. It's tough, right? Because this is the one thing where his his times. Well, not the one. There'd be like academic things, maybe where like his time skip might not help him a ton. That's true. Because if like, you're if you're freezing everything, including the game would freeze as well. Yeah. Yeah, but you but, could you could like use it to like. Oh, I see him, and I can react a tenth of a second faster. And that, and that, coupled with I think Hit just overall being a much smarter character, I think get, that gives him the edge. Yeah, I agree. So, so I'm gonna have to give it to Hit on that one. Okay. So then I have number five Zamasu versus number twelve King Cold, and Zamasu is the potential supreme kai of a different universe who encounters goku and when he sees goku use super saiyan blue and use godly key he thinks it's like blasphemy and heresy and an affront to the gods he thinks mortals are beneath gods and that life mortal life should not exist like only like like plant life should exist basically for like a harmonious peaceful universe and he ends up then like commandeering Goku's body and fusing with himself. It's a whole insane thing. And then King Cold is Frieza's dad. Um, who do I want to win? I th- this is where I think it'd be kind of funny if King Cold won. Uh, I can see it. Honestly. I I think I I even just think like I even just picture him sitting in a like uh, an e-sports game chair is just like a, such a funny visual to me <laughs> that like that would have to be a very large game chair that like i want to see more of it <laughs> and and so then uh who do i think would win i also think king cold would win i think this is another situation where much like basketball zamasu would you know look at like he'd hold a video game controller like between his thumb and forefinger and be like ew yeah yeah absolutely and so i move king cold on to round two all right good choice good choice uh that leaves me with uh number four cooler versus number three emperor pilaf 13 uh oh sorry 13 emperor pilaf yeah uh yeah uh ooh. um hmm so i think I think I want Pilaf to take this just because Pilaf winning anything against Cooler is hilarious. <laughs> winning anything against anyone. <laughs> yeah, him winning anything is, is pretty funny. Um, as far as to who I think would actually win, I think Pilaf would actually win. Yeah. Mostly just because Cooler strikes me as the type of person who would think he's above video games uh, and, and wouldn't really put in any effort. and He would think the whole thing was stupid. Well, and also we've seen Pilaf play pinball that's true yes he does have skills 
Uh, on top of that, like he's pretty tech savvy. We see him with all kinds of contraptions and traps and uh, we know he's got some brain power at least. So yeah, I think, I, I think Pilaf takes this one. Okay. Pilaf on to round two. All right. Then I've got number six, Captain Ginyu versus number 11, Deborah. Captain Ginyu, the leader of the Ginyu Force, which is Frieza's like like powerful strike team, and uh, Deborah being the muscle, the heavy, who stands by uh, Bobbity, the evil wizard, as he tries to resurrect Majin Buu during the Buu Saga. He's basically like the devil, right? Like he's like... They even say he's like king of the demon world or something. So like he's king of the demons. He also basically does look like every depiction of Satan that has been used in popular media. Yeah, like especially like your very prototypical one. You know, he's got horns. He's got a mustache and a beard. Yeah, slick back hair. Yeah. Yeah. So this was a this was a tough one, only because you know last year we did the whole. Ginyu's gonna like let Deborah kind of win and then and then body swap with him thing. Mm-hmm. In a video game tournament, you're not facing each other. Well, I also reasoned it that after the first tournament, that Deborah was wise to Ginyu's shtick now, so I, I don't think it would work a second time. Who do I want to win? We'll start there, Ginyu. I want Ginyu to win. Oh, absolutely. Um. Just a, a like funnier character, a better character, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. Who do I think would win? I'm gonna say Ginyu. I think he is I'd more more practical, more worldly. Uh, it would it would like embarrass him more to lose just in anything. He like has that kind of sense of pride, where Deborah would kind of just be like, "How do I use this to torture someone?" You know, like yeah. He he wouldn't really get it, um, so I think Ginyu and I think yeah, would win, and I, I don't that, think he like I don't think the body swap thing even matters at this point. No, I, I, he won't need it um, because I think as soon as you you relate to Ginyu that oh no th- these things are mostly for children, um, he would be too embarrassed to lose to somebody at a child's game and would probably actually take it seriously. Yep. So Ginyu on to round two. Which la- without without the weird thing last year we had Deborah G- or Ginyu in Deborah's body. This, <laughs> <laughs> now this it's just straight up Ginyu. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Ginyu. <laughs> uh, next up, we got number three Majin Buu versus number fourteen Android nineteen. Uh, for those of you uh, like me who couldn't remember exactly which one nineteen was because <laughs> he shows up with number twenty, uh, this is the the fat uh, android. Yeah. Uh, who is mostly computer? I think I don't. As as far as I remember, I don't think there was any human bits to him. Am I, I, don't am I remembering think so. that correctly? Yeah, I don't think so. So uh, these are again, two really similar characters, just in terms of their body style and their speaking voice. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't <laughs> think about that before. Um, wow. So in my head, again, we have the head canon of Mister Satan and Boo. Hanging out on the couch, uh, <laughs> you know, playing video games, eating a lot of food, maybe partaking of some electric lettuce. Uh, I think, I mean, I want Boo to win. I love Boo. He's one of my favorite characters. 
I think I think as to who would actually win, I think that that might be the upset here. Uh, I think Android 19 might actually win because he himself is mostly computer. So mm-hmm. figuring out like the most efficient way to play would come fairly easily for him. Okay. Uh, so we I, I went with a, to... I went with a different mentality on that. I was like, well, Boo wears those gloves and he doesn't have fingers. Oh, he doesn't have fingers. You're right. That's another. <laughs> that's another mark against him. Uh, yeah. And then when we come down to means and know how, I think both of them have the means, but I think 19 clearly is the one that has the know how. So I think I'm gonna have to give that one to 19. You know what's funny is I had 19, and then as you talked about like your headcanon being that Boo plays video games, <laughs> and then you wanted Boo to win, I was like, oh, he's going to say Boo, and I so I crossed out 19, and then I wrote Boo, and then you said 19, and so then I crossed out that, <laughs> <laughs> and wrote 19, which was the original I mean, thing I yeah. had. I, I kind of flip flopped on that one. I, I yeah. initially wanted Boo to win, but when you really think about it, and I I think nineteen definitely wins. Okay. So I have number seven Jiren versus number ten Doctor Jiro. So Jiren is universe eleven, I think's strongest warrior. He is the strongest warrior in the tournament of power. He looks like a gray alien like on steroids super jacked (laughs) yeah and then dr jero is android 20 he is the one who shows up with 19 and then like he created cell he created 17 and 18 so who do i want to win uh this is a tough one i you know i because i don't I don't have a big, big preference, but I kind of, in in that respect then, since I don't have a big preference, I wouldn't mind if Jero won, just to like, what an, what an ultimate insult it would be to Jiren to lose in the first round. Not only that, but like, I feel like Jero would definitely want to make it further into this tournament than Goku. So, so I that's, think he would put like legitimate effort into it. So that's where then I also said who would win is Jero. Is I think he we we established he created androids. I think he can play a video game. Definitely. And then even if we had to take it to the tiebreaker, that's where you get to the means and the know-how. He's gonna have the means and the know-how. He's got he's got the galaxy brain moves, as it were. So Doctor Jero, on to round two. All right. Massive the, upset in a way. I don't know about massive upset, but, <laughs> but just, I think at first glance, I don't think most people would, would think of that outcome. Yeah. Uh, that leaves us with our last match for this bracket. Uh, number two, Cell versus number 15, Garlic Jr. Uh, I want Cell to win this one. Uh, I think Garlic Jr. is is kind of a one note character. He's mm-hmm. he's only around for like a couple OVAs. Um, Cell is the, is probably uh, almost definitely the best villain of at least all of Z. Yeah. Um, just fantastic character all around. Definitely want him to win. As for who I think would win, again, I got to give it to Cell. He's at least part android. We know he's very intelligent. Uh, I think he could any any opportunity to compete against Goku. I think he would take it. 
Uh, Garlic Jr. has been stuck in the the dead zone for God knows how long, and there's just literally nothing there. <laughs> um, so definitely hasn't had much opportunity to play video games. Uh, I don't. We don't even really need to go to a tiebreaker, but if we did, Cell uh, would just straight up take whatever he wanted. He doesn't necessarily need means. He would just take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Garlic Jr. Like I said, has been stuck in the dead zone. There's literally nothing. Cell, uh, I think, wins okay. this one pretty handily. Cell in a largely clean sweep. Definitely. And then you start us on the deities bracket. Ah, uh, yes. The the bracket where I had more difficulty picking winners. <laughs> well, because once you start to get to the deity level, it's like, do they even care about yeah, the games? Exactly. Uh, so first matchup we've got is number one, Beerus versus number 16, Oolong. Uh, I, I want Oolong to win this one, but I also want Beerus to win this one because I think it would be funny. Uh, so it's a that's, tough one. that's a tough one. I, I kind of want to give it to Oolong just because like he never gets a win. Uh, and him beating Beerus of all people, I think would be pretty funny. Uh, so I'll give it to Oolong for who I want to win for who would actually win. Uh, Beerus strikes me as the type of deity that once he learns what video games are, um, just like food, I think he would, he would get really into it. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, however, Oolong, I could see as having more experience. He's pretty worldly. He was like, when we first meet him, he's trying to set himself up to live comfortably. I feel like video games would be part of that. Uh, he lives with. Uh, Roshi, for the most part, uh, who doesn't, you know, they probably don't have much opportunity, but I feel like, I feel like they would have some pretty, some pretty good knowledge there. Uh, but I, I think I'm going to have to give it to Beerus for who would actually win, because I, I, I could see Oolong probably uh, <laughs> being too scared to, to seriously mm-hmm. compete against Beerus. Um, so we're going to come down to the tiebreaker. Uh, they're both kind of equal on means. Beerus doesn't strike me as somebody like Cell who would just take whatever he wanted. Uh, really? Because he that. like destroys whole planets. Well, yeah, but like I feel like that's more his job. That's not re- necessarily <laughs> like what he. I mean, he does like his job, but I don't think like that's a, a defining trait of his character necessarily. He lives a pretty lavish life, though. Yeah. Either way. Um, but as far as know-how, uh, hmm, I think Oolong would edge out on, on, on know-how. Okay. Then again, Beerus does have Whis living with him. Mm Mm-hmm. This, this part of the bracket was so hard. (laughs) Yeah, I, it could really go either way, but I think, now that I'm thinking about it, I think Whis might actually give Beerus the edge there. So I think Beerus is probably going to win. Okay. Beerus moving that, on. That really messes up my bracket because I keep flip-flopping <laughs> on this. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have number eight, Corin versus number nine, Mr. Popo. I was so, like, I really... If you could pick, like, two characters who probably know the least about video games, I feel like it would be these two. Yeah, so... Who do I want to win? I guess at this point... 
you know, this is this is where you know Master Corrin is the master cat hermit who helps Goku become strong enough to defeat Tao Pai Pai, and Mister Popo is the uh, visually problematic <laughs> vassal to Kami, and then later Dende. Uh, he is the keeper of the hyperbolic time chamber, aka the room of spirit and time. And yeah, he's like he looks like a um, he's like a looks like a little black sambo kind of character, you know. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's not not, not a great look. Um, so who do I want to win? That's where I get to Corin. I think uh, he's just a little bit of a funnier character, a little bit of a more fun character. Um, who would win? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're they're both uh, uh, tied into like that sort of uh, like spiritual, sagely type character. Yeah, who's about like reading your opponent. Right. So it's neither. I don't think. I don't know if either one of them has like the edge on reflexes or well so i'd have a thought about that and i think as far as reflexes go i think popo wins just barely and my rationale for that is that goku trains with Korin first then he trains with popo later and even after all of the things that he did after training with Korin to become stronger he still has issues taking on mr popo yeah i I can see that. I just, you know, you don't know enough, right, to know that, like, who's got one yeah. weight. Like, especially in a video game where, like, a tenth of a second is going to matter, but is, like, a one thousandth of a second really going to matter in a video game? Like, the controller can only send the signal so fast. That's true. Um so here's where I came down on it is just by their personalities, Popo strikes me more as someone who would view video gaming as maybe a little bit beneath him, maybe a little undignified, whereas Corin is a little more like hip, I think. Or at least mm-hmm. tries to be hip and would then maybe be a little more into it. And so I think when I get down to who would win, I think I give the edge to Corin. And I already said I wanted him to win, so I move Corin on to round two. Uh, it's a good thing you didn't have to do a tiebreaker on that one because that would have also been difficult. I, yeah. <laughs> I, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also picked Corin, and in my, my, I guess. I, tiebreaker in air quotes there was that he hangs out with Yajirobe all the time, so he maybe has just a little bit more video game knowledge. That was that. That was that. If I had to go to the tiebreaker, I think I would have said, "Well, know how he could at least ask Yajirobe for help in setting him up." Yeah, definitely. All right, next matchup we have number five Nail and number twelve Elder Kai. Uh, Nail is um, the right hand man of. Uh, Oh, I forgot his name. <laughs> Guru. Yes. Okay. Uh, the, yeah. <laughs> the the uh, I guess I guess spiritual leader of the planet of Namek. Yeah, their uh, elder. And then the elder Kai is the uh, like retired supreme Kai from the the Boo saga. Mm-hmm. Uh, whew, man, that man. This is a this is a tough one. Yeah. 
because Nail's pretty stoic. I don't I don't feel like he would he would uh, take video games very seriously or really even care. Elder Kai, like his personality, I could see him maybe getting into it, especially because like as a retired Supreme Kai, he doesn't really do much. So he's mm-hmm. probably looking for things to help him pass the time. Um, so for who I would want to win, I, I kind of want Elder Kai to win. He's uh, he's around a little bit longer. He's a very fun character. Uh, I, I enjoy him a great deal. Uh, for who I think would actually win, I think, again, Elder Kai uh, would be more open to trying video games and to putting like honest effort into it. Um, and thank God I don't have to go to a, a, a tiebreaker on this one because I think they'd be about even in all honesty. Well, that's where I would think I would just say Elder Kai would maybe slightly have the know-how because he at least – we've seen him reading magazines. That's true. You know, yeah, so... he is a little bit more more in touch with what the common man is doing these days. Yeah. So you're moving Elder Kai on, okay? I'm moving Elder Kai on. Um, I'll just say, so far we're we're deep into this. The only one I had wrong so far is that I had Vegeta winning. Okay. Uh, Whereas by this point, by this point last year, I think my entire bracket might have been just blown apart. I think like half <laughs> half of my matches I've actually had to change based on your uh your decisions but like a lot of those matches weren't the ones where the 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 characters went on a long way so mm-hmm. it hasn't it hasn't like destroyed my bracket but there's definitely been some changes on my end okay so we're on number 4 King Kai versus number 13 Gregory King Kai being the overseer of our piece of the galaxy that includes Earth. Uh, he ends up training Goku prior to the Saiyan saga. Gregory is a little grasshopper who lives on King Kai's planet and just is really fast. And that's like he you're, you're able to train uh, with him to try and catch him because the, it's such a... The gravity's so high on King Kai's planet that if you can catch Gregory, you've been able to move really fast. And so who do I want to win? Uh, I kind of want King Kai to win. You know, I feel bad for the guy that he got killed, like, decades ago, and they keep forgetting to wish him back to life. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty bad. And then, who do I think would win? I, I Again, I, this is where I'll go again. I think King Kai would win. Gregory is a grasshopper. He is physically too small to hold a controller. Yeah, and, and at least with King Kai, like he can watch over what's going on on Earth. So he's probably at least got some knowledge of video games. Whereas Gregory, uh, I think all he's ever known is King Kai's planet, as far as I know. So... Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. So I moved King Kai on to round two. Yeah, that's a solid choice. Uh, next matchup, we got number six, Dende versus number 11, Kabito. Uh, Dende being one of the Namekians that uh, Gohan and everyone else uh, befriends on Namek, who eventually uh, takes over as uh, God on Earth, uh, becoming the new Kami. And then Kabito is the right-hand man to the Supreme Kai from the uh, Buu Saga. Uh, for this one, 
I kind of want Dead Nay to win. I just like the character better, even though Kabito's a pretty good dude. Like, it's not like yeah. he was a much worse character. It's just I just like Dende a little bit better. Uh, as for who I think would actually win, I also think Dende, because he's closer to humanity, I think he would have more of an understanding of what video games are. And then he's also got the type of personality where I feel like he would kind of enjoy the friendly no stakes competition as far as like what like what video games are. Um, Kabito is a little bit more. Uh, I don't want to say stick up his ass, but that that seems to be the best <laughs> <laughs> the best phrase to describe him. Uh, but he's he is a good dude. Um, okay. But yeah, I think I think Dende takes that one. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I had, that's where I like, like I said, you know, I thought about a lot of these for half a second or whatever. And I was just like, well, Dende is like around humans. So maybe he'd pick up on some video gaming, I guess. <laughs> um, so then I have number three, the Supreme Kai Shin versus number 14 Puar. Um, Shin being Earth's, not Earth, but our universe's Supreme Kai, which is sort of his job is to oversee and and guide life, um, to make sure he's he's the he's the Yin to the Yang of Beerus, and then for and then Puar is the floating cat creature who uh, hangs out with Yamcha all the time. So. Who do I want to win? I kind of want Puar to win. Puar has never, as far as we know, won a single thing. Uh, no, that's not true. He has one single, one one single thing, and that is my heart. <laughs> I love Puar. Puar is is the that ride or die best friend uh, that just like does whatever Yamcha needs without even questioning it. Uh, just, just the best, the best guy. Love him to death. And so then who do I think would win? This is the one where it gets a little tough, but I still, but I still think I know who I would give the slight edge to. It gets a little tough because physically Puar doesn't seem to have everything that you would need to hold a controller and play a video game, but he can shave shift and Unlike Oolong, Puar can hold his transformations longer. Yes, sir. He graduated from the school of transformation, and so therefore he has either a longer limit or no limit. It's never really super established. But because Puar can shapeshift, I think he would win. Uh, He hangs around Yamcha. He has certainly picked up on all of those kinds of things, right? Worldliness, video games, everything that Yamcha does. So I think Puar would win. And I totally picture them hanging out and playing video games together. Yeah, and so I give it to Puar. I think Puar wins. That's the correct answer. All right, moving on. We got our next matchup. uh, Number seven, Kami, versus number ten, King Yema. this is the uh, the old version of Kami, the the good half of Piccolo that we're talking about here. Yes. And then King Yama is the king of the underworld who gets introduced pretty early on in Z uh, when Goku bites it. Um, uh, who do I want to win? I want Yama to win. I love the character. I love the over-the-top uh, temper. I love 
everything about him. I love the uh, I love the the idea that there's like this person in the afterworld who just like is consistently like overworked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he need man needs a break. Yeah. Uh sadly for who do I think would win? Uh I think Kami wins purely just because Yama's huge. There's no way he could actually oh. articulate the buttons properly. Okay. Uh, and so it comes down to the tiebreaker. And again, Yam, Yama, King Yama's just kind of screwed because he's in the afterlife. Like, how is anybody going to actually get a physical object to him? Okay. Because my okay. assumption is that there's no there's no video game consoles in the afterlife. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I don't think there are. Okay. So I think I'm going to have Kami win this one. All right. I had Yama, and I I didn't think about it too much. I think I just thought, well, it's means and know-how, and they probably have similar means, but Yama just struck me as someone who maybe is, like, cares about, like, trying to, like, get a day off and and have some fun a little bit more. So sure. I just, you know, I went that way, but no, I, I'm okay with Kami. Yeah, no, this is definitely a situation where I, I want Yama to win. I think as far as personality, I think he would be the more likely one to win. I think he's just – he just has bad luck in this case. He's, yeah, the, he would like crush the controller between his fingers. Yeah. I, I didn't even consider that. I forgot about that. So um, then I have number two Piccolo versus number 15, Jocko the Galactic Patrolman. And he is – he's – like a spindly little like in terms of his facial style it's like a gray alien but he's like blue and purple uh, and I'm he's noticing like, a theme with uh with uh Toriyama and his aliens with he's just like a galactic <laughs> he's like a he's he's supposed to be like a guy who goes around the galaxy like arresting outlaws and things like that um and he strikes me as like kind of like the everyman for mm -hmm. for planets other than earth yeah so this is this is this is a crazy one who do i want to win who do i want to win piccolo i mean everyone should want piccolo to win sure. always in everything but who's gonna win is jocko because he is more worldly i mean we saw piccolo holding a cell phone um, hilariously in Dragon Ball Super he, Superhero. He holding, it was like between his thumb and forefinger and yeah. like holding it up against his head, right? Yeah. Um, so he could barely operate a phone <laughs> <laughs> that has like an answer button on it. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do with a controller with two joysticks and, you know, eight buttons. <laughs> um, and so then you get to means and know-how and Piccolo has very little means. He lives a quiet, simple life uh, of, like, hermitage, just training his mind and body for for fighting. And You could, you could argue that maybe Gohan helps him, but I, I feel like Gohan wouldn't necessarily be enough in this case and Jocko has the means of the galactic patrol you know he's he's got technology at his disposal regularly and he, so he also has the know-how and so in a horrifying upset I move Jocko the Ch galactic patrolman on to round two 
I, you know, it's weird. I think we both ended up with about the same bracket, at least to, to, to up to this point uh, for, for this quadrant because, man, this was tough. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to take a break here in the episodes, you know, because that's what we did last year. So, you know, will we continue having upsets? Who will reign supreme in this year's Tenkaichi Tournament? Find out next time and help us achieve our final forum. written and produced by Tom Gwelly. It is performed by Dan Kinney and Tom Gwelly. Our webmaster is Dan Kinney. Our theme music is provided by YouTube content creator GVG Kit. Want to learn more about the Dragon Ball universe, including concept art, behind-the-scenes interviews, and recommendations from Jelly and Bikini? Connect with us on social media. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Final Forum Pod. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you receive your podcasts. And of course, make sure to share with your friends and family and help us spread the word of the glory of Lord Frieza. The Frieza Force thanks you for your listenership.